BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And this is Pat's thoughts. Now, what's good, y'all? It's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. As always, on a Friday, it's your boy and the super producer, Joel Holt. Hard R on that. Hard ER on that. Hard ER. Super. We don't want any A. Super duper. Super producer, Joel Holt. On today's show, man, jam-packed show. Everybody's losing their minds about uh, what happened with Justin Fields in this interview. My God, is it over? Is it over? Is, this, is it over? Is this the real life? <laughs> is this just fantasy? People were on Twitter going bananas yesterday from a single quote from Justin Fields. We'll talk about that and talk about what actually it did feel like watching that. Of course, got to talk about Bears and Cardinals. Uh, the preview in that game this Sunday, 325 game. Kind of gross. 325. It's so gross. You know uh, what markets they're showing it in? Uh, what? Telemundo. So literally, if you're in Chicago or you're in Arizona, you can watch the Bears game. For the rest of the world, you get the Dolphins game. <laughs> At least they get us, right? And then finally, of course, the Friday Free for All that more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five-star review. This is the only channel to talk Chicago sports, how Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us, bro. I'm not going to lie to y'all, to all the new people that subscribed, all the people that literally were like, yo, we had no idea we weren't subscribed. We just tune in and watch you every day. Yeah, Shout out tripping. to y'all. We came up like 237 subscribers last I checked from yesterday. So hey, love that mug, man. Loved it. Loved all you guys showing love, man. Hit that like button. Appreciate all of that. Joel, what's going on with you, Brody? How you feeling, man? I cannot complain, man. It's uh <laughs> we gotta me and my wife got a break for a couple weeks. Kids are gone. <laughs> so we're gonna enjoy have a you know, we're gonna frolic, is what I've been saying. Oh, whoa, a hey, frolic. Hey, <laughs> can you say that on the show? Yeah, I think we can. Can frolic. we can we fro- can you frolic on the show? Hold on. Oh, here oh. we go. Oh, <laughs> oh no. hey, hold up, drop a beat. No wait. <laughs> <You silly. laughs> 
Anyways, oh. yeah, we're chilling, so we're gonna have a good time. Oh, oh, took the camera off of your yeah. wife when she started dancing. Hey, there's a lot of people. I watching. respect that. There's a lot of people. I respect that. Yeah, I respect that. Well done, <laughs> Super Producer Joel Holt out here getting it in, getting busy. Shout out to him, man. Love that. I'm talking yeah, about baby. living yeah. the life. I'm not talking about nothing else. Get y'all minds out of the gutter. What man. up? What up, Drew? What up? Hey, <laughs> Joel's gonna go skippity bop. Hey, Joel, Boop. about to skip that diddly dee. <laughs> the rest of the weekend away. Y'all already know what he's on. Hey, man, let's jump into this Bears versus uh, Cardinals preview because uh, I think this is a great place to start, right? Before we get into uh, the depressing conversation that many people have put themselves in, uh, listen, there is a game happening this Sunday, and the Chicago Bears are in a great position to come out and dominate. I'm sorry. If you don't dominate this game, then it is time for change on all fronts in this one. I mean, the 3-11 and Cardinals. They're not – like, I, we literally had Ed Smith, who covers them uh, out in Phoenix – Played for the Falcons back in 1998. We had him on the Chicago Bears podcast yesterday, and we were literally like, okay, you know, what's what should we expect with this? And he said, people keep asking me every week when I do these interviews, how do you beat the Cardinals? And my response to them was, how do you want to beat the Cardinals? What They're up? not a good football team, bro. What up, DJ Finesse? There is nothing good about this football team. If there's anything good about the Chicago Bears, we should walk out of here Sunday with a 28 to nothing win. I mean, 24th in offense, 29th in passing offense, 25th in total points, 7th in rushing offense, a little bit skewed, though, based on last week, had a really good rushing game, but it was after basically L.A. had given up defensively. I mean, my God, look at it, 25th defense. Like, what, what, are, we, what are we doing here? Yeah, we moved to the number one rushing defense. The first-ranked rushing defense by the Chicago Bears. They're going to destroy – the Cardinals run game. The question is, right, can you contain Kyler Murray? That's what a lot of people are worried about. Uh, I am not worried in the slightest about this game. And I'm going to be real with you. It's the first game all year where I believe I've been confident enough to say that the Chicago Bears should blow the doors off of the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they have one weapon that is literally just Trey McBride. And if Ryan or um, if Matt Eberflus is dumb enough to put Justin Jones out in coverage again on Trey McBride, then fire everybody in the building. Like this is literally a game. Like how we said the Cleveland game felt like if you don't get this one right, it could mean this for jobs. It could mean that for jobs. It could mean this happens, that happens. If you lose this game versus Arizona, no one should be on the team. Justin Fields. Uh, uh, Ryan Poles shouldn't be here. Matt Eberflus shouldn't be here. Luke Getze should basically fly with Arizona because how he's calling offenses looks like how the Arizona Cardinals work. Like, there's no reason for you to lose this game. Well, I, I, the statement is like, it's really hope. I mean, the glimmer of hope is that Eberflus is still here. I think they all blew it last week. There's no, there's no saving grace here. You're supposed to beat this team, and you should have beat the team last week. There's a lot of games that you should have won but you've coached yourself out of those victories. No, but Joel, I think here's the difference, right? Like last week, right, we could still say that's still number one defense in the NFL, right? Even with injuries at home, they're now 7-1. and one. They've got a home field. They're the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah, but, dude, they were up. They've been up. I, I get you. I get like, you. But they've still, done this right? a number of times. I get you. But the number one defense in the NFL. Which it, means they could have made them the number two defense. Right, and 100%. They, they, out, they did enough where they almost out-schemed these dudes and they let a 38-year-old quarterback in the rain because they out-coached themselves. Yeah. They had broken tackles. Yeah. They missed a play that Amari Cooper – Bad execution, all of it. It was bad execution. Then, then on the offensive side of the game, of the, uh, the ball, we, we were lethargic. 
Joe, I'm right there with you on I'm all just of saying, that. I like, understand it. We've what seen I'm enough is, of this. What I'm saying is the Cardinals are so bad. If you lose this game, it's a guarantee. Oh. All the good karma that Fluce has built up, gone. Yeah, man. <laughs> out of here. Matter of fact, I got to start queuing up my Michigan bro, fight song. Bro, bro, all the good karma that Fluce may have built up, gone. Yeah. There's I'm I'm being I'm being 100% serious. In what scenario do you see the the Arizona Cardinals competing in this game? I think that they have gonna, one weapon that's helping. They have one weapon that's helping. Yeah, but I think it's also one of those situations where um uh Kyler Murray, look, if they he's a little, you know, go-go gadget little quarterback running around everywhere. He he could get loose. But we'll see how they scheme for this guy. We should technically this cover two defense again. It will beat bad quarterbacks. Yeah. They had it. They this dude, we've had multiple interceptions each in the last few few weeks, right? At least three to four interceptions. We had three interceptions with Flacco. Did we have four interceptions against uh Goff? Four interceptions. I mean, technically seven. Well, yeah, the and other total exactly seven like total. so. T I don't think that is Kyler Murray a good quarterback or is he like in the in. Cause that's how that's how we're gonna figure this thing out. That's Kyler how you're gonna know. An interesting quarterback. Because it's not that Kyler Murray's bad. Yeah, Kyler Murray. You know what it is. Kyler Murray is the opposite of Justin Fields. Literally the opposite. Kyler Murray puts up all the sexy quarterback numbers. Kyler Murray can throw the football down the field, do everything that you want to see. He he can go out there. He can win you games. All of that. Yeah. He's a garbage leader. Yeah. He's uh, a garbage leader. Like people don't want to be around Kyler Murray. I like, My favorite thing of all time is DeAndre Hopkins just looking at him like, what, I like, what um, do you see? Don't worry about what I see. You just go out there and make the play. I like Christian Marcato's comment that about – you forgot I forgot that Frank Wright is out there as OC and all the buddy-buddy networks. Like, does he come – if they keep Eberflus and just get a new coordinator? Because that is a, a very possible scenario, you know. And so we need another coordinator, period. Like well, I, yeah, I, I've been saying we need a new offensive coordinator. I'm not, I'm not out of there, right? Like the, garbage leader in the midget, <laughs> bro, legit. But it, it's it's Kyler Murray to me is is the type of quarterback that like Kyler Murray's Jay Cutler. He could light it Kyler up. Kyler Murray has all the talent in the world, and he really does. And he's one of the few under six foot tall quarterbacks that you look at and you say it's actually really hard to stop this guy if he wants to do something. Wait, 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 wait. This is the bad part about that. Is there a record to be had yet? Because every time they point out that there's a record, somehow against the Bears, someone is able to get the record that they <laughs> no need. No team has lost to a sub-six-foot-tall quarterback <laughs> on a Sunday at 325, 325 when LeBron James was on the other side of the court with the ball in his left hand. That's the ESPN stats, bro. I'm not going to lie. When stats got to that point, I stopped. It's like Muzz <laughs> analytics went too far. That's what I say. Analytics. I always say the analytics went too far, bro. By the way, 118 people in here. Hit that like button. Subscribe What's up, y'all? 118 man, in the chat. That's awesome. Let's keep this thing growing. Subscribe. Man. Like subscribe. 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 <laughs> but no, bro. Like legitimately, that there's nothing about this game that tells me that the Bears should lose. Is James Conner in? James Conner's playing. I think I got him on a fantasy. By the, the way, number I'm, one rushing defense looking, in the NFL. I'm looking pretty good. I'm about to probably get to the championship in two, if not three of them, the leagues I'm in, by the way. I'm just saying. I think I know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know that sound. That was me coming back in. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Paris, I thought right? it, was, it was not Paris. Okay. Got excited. I had to reset my computer. It was, I got excited. It was falling a little bit behind. Yeah. But no, but like, 
honestly, bro, like there, there's <laughs> Jordan said if just Justin keeps his fro, we have a 76.5% yeah, chance. Bro, of yeah, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> is he is Justin feels like Kobe White with it? Is he like Kobe White? Like with the, the fro gives him power. When it's eleven inches long or 12, 13 inch fro, but when it's seven inches, no. <laughs> seven inch fro does not get it done. <laughs> now that's just life, right? Seven inches ain't enough. Okay, pause. Oh, what is it? Is it though? Is it? Yeah, man. Hey, shout out to y'all out there. Uh, but hey, man, appreciate you guys tuning in. Show. I just, I don't see, I don't see it, bro. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, I don't see a scenario where we sit here and we look at the Bears losing this, and if they do, launch everybody. Like, no one should come back. Well, if you lose this game, no one should come back. Again, what is, what's this? What are we looking at? Again, we have. Their 31st Russian defense. So should we see running this game? They have the 31st ranked Russian Well, defense. and I think here's the thing. Are you going right? to attack that, that week? To, to me, that's still fool's gold, though, right? They have the 31st ranked rushing defense. Guess what? You should be able to run the football. Right? Yeah, but we haven't been running. Like, our offense is so weird because it's like one minute. We literally just haven't been running the football. Though. Yeah, but we don't. Right. The scheming that they're doing is yeah. not consistent. One minute. Uh, Justin will go 15 for 17. Then he's just then they're doing field goals all day against Minnesota. I mean, yeah. I get scheming against whatever the defense that you're going against, but it's like there's a form of an identity, and we don't have it. It's like Fields could run, but we don't, so we keep him in the pocket to throw the ball. We have a tight end that we barely throw to. We have DJ Moore that we use more for screens than instead of him actually being a, a, a real weapon. But we'll put Tyler Scott out there. We'll put everybody else out there. Like, they're not consistent with getting the ball to the playmakers. We have three running backs, and we one minute we got one guy inactive, and then we then he's inactive uh, active one week. It's it's very frustrating to watch this. Like, we don't know what the identity is of this team with all this talent that we actually do have. So it's pissing I, me off. I, I absolutely hear you. And with that, I say <laughs> they should still win the game by 28. They should. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, every issue you said is 100% valid. They should still win the game by 28 because the Cardinals are a joke of a team. Yeah. They are what the Chicago Bears were last season. They have stripped it down. They have gotten rid of everybody that has any semblance of talent. The only bit of talent that they're looking to keep is Trey McBride. What do? So they don't even know if they want to keep the quarterback. And, and that's the <laughs> you see that that's the scary part. The cover two is susceptible to tight end play. And if these clowns do the same thing, go up by 14 or 17, 20 points, yeah. and then they get scared again, like <laughs> third quarter, fourth. Like, I would hate to see a repeat of this. One, because I'm I'm going there tomorrow, and I don't feel like sitting there. Oh, you're going to be at the game? I'm going to be there, yeah. You're going to the game? Or yeah, I'm going, going to, to the, the game, and we're tailgating and going to the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're going to have a good time. Uh, yeah, if you guys are around, what's uh, – I'm not going. I hate going club? by Soldier Field. No, United Club. United yep, hate going. What a, hey, going. I was invited, so I'm having a good time. But we'll be there. So I don't want. I don't want to be there and we lose. That's what I'm tired of. Last time I went, I went to the when it was the Saints, and I think Aaron, Aaron, um, who was the Saints quarterback? Black dude, Aaron. Something about you going to see anything Bears related means that we're gonna lose. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm honestly just confused. Aaron, that. no, we went. They looked terrible. And we Aaron, lost. who? Like, like, is this like you went 40 years ago when Aaron, Aaron, what was his name, Aaron Brooks? Brooks. There you go. I went like. Aaron Brooks? No, I've been a couple times, but I remember going. I was going to say, Aaron Brooks played for the, the, the Saints in like 2006. It was like 20, 
17, 18, somewhere in there. Like you know what? Every time I every time Joe mentions something that shows his age, I keep thinking he's a vampire. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he just pulls he just pulls out some random stuff. Yeah, I remember back when we were watching yeah, uh, the 50s, right? The 50s was lit. Y'all wasn't there. Hey, Y'all wasn't in the 50s. This one, y'all wasn't back in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> that one finger you shake for the dance, the jerks. one finger shake was crazy. Anyways, the, yeah, what was it? Right, Stu, with the oh, we should do the uh, the Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 hey, you don't mess with nothing, Jerry Seinfeld. He owns the world. He leave oh, yeah, Seinfeld. he has two us in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you leave now. Jerry we'd be the podcast about nothing after this. Right, right. Yeah, that, that, the podcast about nothing is great. I, I just feel like to your point though, they should win this game, but it doesn't mean anything. Like it meant it a lot more last week. And so you're supposed to beat this team. You're supposed to beat Atlanta. And so now you want to sell this product that we seven and nine and there's hope. Like I've seen a coach seven and ten. Right, right, right. Seven and ten. After this extra game. But you know, or eight and nine. I mean, we could win out. We're not winning out, Pat. Well, let's just say they do. It doesn't matter. You still have a losing record. And so you're supposed to sell that. Yeah, but a We've losing record something. in the second year of 8-9 and nine when you were 3-11 and 11 the year before is a big difference. I, under, I understand <laughs> it's that. It's a big difference. But the problem is that the way that this team looked even in the beginning of the year, the way that they've handled a lot of losses in the middle of the year, and they're teetering like one minute they're off on of like trying to figure out how to win games, it's – you sort of appreciate that, but there's been too many things I've seen where it's like I'm, I don't – I never had the confidence in Ibrahim when we got him. It's like, great, we got a defensive head coach. Now if we get an offensive coordinator, what does that mean? If he's good, he's going to leave. And if he's bad, then this is kind of where we're at. So it's just frustrating to watch this team. I mean, well, the one thing we don't have to worry about is our offensive coordinator leaving because uh, he's not good. So uh, there's that that, that goes – Thanks, Chad. Aaron Brooks, thank <laughs> that you. That works in our favor. But I, I just – I don't know, man. Like to me, when when I'm watching, when I what I expect to be talking about on Sunday is a Bears blowout win that we kind of go listen. And and it's not right. Like it's a team you should blow out. I think it'll be like 28 to seven, and we'll be talking about it like, okay, they got to win. Good job. The only way I feel great about this win if it is if it finishes like the Dolphins game early in the season, right? 70 to something. Because yeah. then it's like, wow, like I it, that's still an NFL team standing across from you. Like it has to be such a huge blowout for me to feel a positive from this. Like well, it has to be like we not only stomp them, like they're not a team. Anymore. Well, what what we want to what <laughs> they're moving to St. Louis to become the other St. Louis. Cardinals. What we want to see is that Fields goes for three hundred yards and he, you know, had a masterful game, three touchdowns. Nah, I ain't going to lie to you. That's well, what they want to see. I would love to see that, but, right, like Mitch went for 300 yards versus Tampa. Yeah, but times. we haven't had one from Justin yet, and everybody is this all this conjecture about is he going to be here, do we trade him, do we keep him, is he the guy? And so the whole point is that there's a case to be made that you've only had 200-yard games. Yeah. Like, we, we want to see that growth. But the problem is it's against – the one, one of the worst defenses. <laughs> but that's I, I need Justin Fields to put up more yards than Zach Wilson right now. Oh my fault. Say that again. I need Justin Fields to put up more yards than Zach Wilson right now. Yeah, like we I mean I need I need to see it. Like I don't care what Mitch did or anything like that. No offense, but like realistically, Mitch statistically put up better numbers. That shouldn't be my conversation with my potentially better quarterback. Like I'm not that shouldn't be my conversation. Yeah, I, I mean, I shouldn't be having the same conversation I was having with Mitch, and we but, are. But if we having that conversation, technically, Mitch has put up better numbers than Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I I hope that we it's like, a, like like Lamar Jackson's MVP season. If we just go off passing numbers, Mitch technically put up better numbers than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's that's he's not, a fifth all time bear. That's not the conversation for me. The conversation for me is the Chicago Bears should beat the Arizona Cardinals so bad that we basically say yes, a game happened Sunday. <laughs> Right, <laughs> the it Bears should, play this football. This, this should Sunday. be like, another day in the office. Such a bad team. They're trying to lose. They they are the Bears last year. They're trying to have like this. We're competitive in the middle of the season, but also we don't want to win this game. It's South Park. <laughs> which, which, which South Park. We're with South Park with like I was telling you earlier with the baseball games. Like the the kids, oh, yeah. the kids didn't want to go. They ended up going to the like the, the Little League World the Series. Little they're League like, God dang it, we can't. We keep trying to lose, and they kept <laughs> they kept winning themselves. And they were like, we want to go back and have our summer to, to play games. Yeah. No, it's just it's just one of those things where like that's not even a conversation for me. I mean, this game Sunday, if the Bears lose this game, we're, we should be talking about launching people out. And there's no question in my mind of that. We should be talking about Flues didn't save his job anymore. Yes, he got some good wins, but you also have some horrible losses. And and the Arizona Cardinals would be. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The worst loss of the season. With all the bad losses we have, they would literally be the worst loss of the season. They're that bad of a football team. No, nah, that loss against Denver is still the worst loss of the season. I don't bro, bro but listen, Denver historically it, bad defense at the time. No, we but were up 21-7. Like, nah, that to me still feels like the worst loss of the season. Yeah, bro. but we're getting this lethargic offense as of late. Like, that's the thing. It looked we were looking good. It was like, oh, the light is getting bright. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we're we're getting, you know, fields is balling out of control here. We had two. Two weeks in a row. Oh, and then Minnesota happens. And then now we're like, eh, it's it's hit or miss now. It's just it's just one of those things to me where it's like, I'm I just I don't I'm not worried about it, right? Like, like I'm, how many games has Kyler been back? Like I mean, three, back in like half a season. Like it, three? It's not it's not the again, another reason why you should blow this team out the water. No, but the thought process is like he hasn't even hit stride yet by some people's metric, like. It's like it could be just our fortune that we catch him right when he catches his groove because he's only he's been out most of the season. That's that's my thought process. I mean, he's probably not going to be right this season, right? I mean, this is this is four or five. What is it? Four games back since an ACL injury. He's not going to be right this season. He's not going to be ready. Um, and and they don't have enough weapons on the field for him to be ready. Let's see. I like it, like you're talking about against the Texans. Hollywood Browns is number one option. Yeah. They got and James Connor is a running back. 
Yeah, I mean, let's see what where are we at with the draft. They if they hold on, lose. hold on, uh, put the put the put the camera on yourself. Joe. Oh, <laughs> this is this is the new music here. Joe's watching the draft. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, we Who will run run the pandemic? I just want he wants watch. a running back first round. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Maybe a left tackle. Put this yeah, Kyler's been back a little un, a little over a month. <laughs> we got uh, if Arizona loses, yeah, that puts them at three and twelve. That might move them to the second, possibly the second pick, depending on what New England does. And Hollywood Brown is out. Mm. So, so literally, I mean, they have the no only, right. They kind of have the no, only weapon is Trey McBride, and they have no real. Uh, and I really like Trey McBride. I'm not gonna lie to you. But they just Trey they, McBride they, is a dog. Did they win? They won last. No, they beat. They beat. No, they uh, lost last week. They well, beat Pittsburgh. They beat Pittsburgh. That's what it was. And people are sitting there talking about you know like people people are talking about Arizona as if there's an implication on anything that like. I, I think people don't understand that Kyler Murray is auditioning for who they're going to trade him to. Mm -hmm. They're sitting right now with the third overall pick. Do we think that they're holding on to Kyler Murray? Nah, he got to all that money too. No, he's got to go. He got to do. He's yeah, I mean, like, he's going to New York. Yeah. Like I, I only only situation where maybe they hold on to Kyler Murray is if they draft MSJ, which would be insane to me. But then they just drafted they, they drafted a tackle last year, right? They drafted uh, uh Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson Jr. Hey, they, they, I, who's kind of been here a little bit. Here's the funny thing though. They put up nearly 30 points against San Fran. So they, they're playing. Like a, they, they, they don't know like a little bounce back little situation the right there. I don't know. Did you watch the game? Nah, I didn't watch the game. San Francisco was like, we don't care. <laughs> what Stephen they say, I'm here to tell you. We don't care. <laughs> Bro, like, San Francisco was in that game like, oh, they scored. Like, like, and even when you watch the, the plays, right, they ran. Everybody's like, well, they rushed for 200 yards on uh, 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 the San Francisco 49ers. Nobody's done that. Go watch the rushes. It's I literally San Francisco just being like, oh, we forgot to close that gap. Okay. Like, they, they, they shouldn't lose this game. Legitimately, they shouldn't lose this game. Wow. You know that uh, Kyler Murray is slated to get next year, he's going to get $51 million. Yeah, oh, yeah he's going to be in that jersey next season. $45 million in 2025, $55 million in 2026, and 43 in 2027. That's a lot of more. The option for that. What team y'all think would trade for Kyler Murray? Nobody. God, <laughs> I, I wish you know I could all over again. Hey, I would have been a quarterback. Hey, I'm telling you this right now. You're already paying Danny Jones, Danny Dimes that money. Uh, we, we, if you the Giants, you uh, you got 40 million for Danny Dimes. I'm sending them. Uh, Nobody. The only team I think would do it was Pittsburgh. No, because here's the thing that you can get out of Danny Dimes money, right? So if I trade Danny Dimes to Arizona, they can get out of Danny Dimes money after this year. Um, I trade you. I'm, I'm probably sending you my pick. My pick would have gone towards a quarterback anyway. I yeah. would. I if I'm new, if I'm the Giants, I'd do it. Dog, Kyler Murray's not getting traded, dog. Hey, I <laughs> that man is not getting I'll traded. Right That's now. way too much money right there. Somebody mentioned dead cap. I didn't even think about that until I saw it. I'm dead like, cap nah. is crazy. Oh yeah, they, it's the it's one of the dumbest contracts I've ever seen signed in my like the fact that they are. And here's here's the thing, right? When you talk about and, and the Cardinals and the Bears have a lot of similarities. 
uh, um, when you talk about like question marks on the team, how they rebuild and different things like that, right? They tear it all down and get rid of everybody. Uh, a tight end is left over, right? Like, I, I to me, when I look at Kyler Murray, I'm I'm sitting here saying that his game, he's got talent, but the leadership aspect of it matters. Mm-hmm. And they would be willing to take an L on a trade because they don't feel like he's the right leader for their team. And when you invest that kind of money into somebody, you like, and, and you feel you're in a you're in a situation now if you're the Cardinals where you can feel better about it because you're probably getting a Giants pick or whoever it is pick if you trade them there. And maybe you got to take on a bad contract, but you move on from him as the player, and all of a sudden now you draft a quarterback. You feel like, hey, we're still in this thing. We're right back in it. Even Daniel Jones' contract, it's technically like three years. Yeah. Next year. You can get out of Danny Dimes. Yeah, next year he's got $47 million. He's got potential out in 2025. If he does 2025, it's $41 million and $58 million in 2026. He's on a restricted free agent. So, you know, it's interesting just to see the dynamics of how they do this team in general, like the Bears, and what they want to do. So, it's it's scary to see 47. Somebody, Go ahead. Well, what did buddy say? Buddy in the comments, JK, J2K said, J2K said, Murray isn't going anywhere. But he said, you guys just said Murray's going somewhere. Why did you say Murray's not going anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid did agree and then immediately go, he ain't going nowhere. Hey, no, once he, I did agree that he was out of there. And then he said the numbers. I was like, oh, I forgot about that contract. Hey, I could, hey, listen, I could correct my take in the same line of thought. Kid said, said, I ain't put my feet on Eddie Cow. You gonna take my joke. That's my, my joke. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, I remember hey. putting my feet on Eddie Murphy's couch because he could buy a new one. Hey, hey, listen. You know, Once he said them numbers and I realized that he got paid already. Hey. Oh yeah, no, they keeping that, buddy. Hey, he got paid already. He but got I paid. Think. I forgot he got paid. I bet you they take an L to get him out of there. I don't think. I don't think that they want Kyler Murray to be a part of this team. Nah, it's too much of an L, my G. I don't know who's going to take hey. that because I mean, well, some of those are front loaded, right? So they get desperate teams that feel that they have the oh. right coach in place. Okay, well, if that's the case, then okay, yeah, what teams would take him? Uh... I mean, I mean, listen, if you feel like you have the right coach in place, like the right the right guy that's going to lead him, because they felt like Cliff Kingsbury wasn't the right guy to lead him. They brought in an entirely new regime. Hey, speaking of which, where is he at? He's just he's just around here collecting checks right now, like getting paid. Hey, listen, hey, listen. You want to know how I know that they'll move on from Kyler Murray because uh, they fired Cliff Kingsbury, and he has so much money left on his deal. He ain't even looking for a job. Yet. He doesn't have to. Nah, he ain't got to look for a job, bro. Bro, there's so many years of money left on that deal, bro. Does he have one of those uh, clauses where, like, if he did find another job, that that team has to supplement? Like, does he have that type of clause going on? I don't know how. I his think coaches get hooked out, up. But I know he ain't even. No, uh, no matter what, you got to finish paying. Him. Right, I'm saying coaches you agree get hooked to those up. terms. You cut his contract early, so he could just double dip. Yeah, yeah, no. I thought that was something against that. Oh no! You can double dip as a coach because I know as a player you can't. If you if you, if you get fired, no, as a player you can't too. OBJ did. OBJ got all his money up front though. Yeah, and like when he like, went to the when he went to the Rams, they they paid him in Bitcoin. Like that was a thing. Like he was like it's five hundred grand. Like pay yeah, even the Daniel Jones, he got eighty one million up front guaranteed, so yeah. that's already paid for. A lot of times those contracts are set up that you can cut 
you know, or escalator clause. Well, Daniel things. Jones, you can literally cut him. Mm -hmm. like so with, cut even him, with, it's like, oh, we cut Daniel Jones. They, they may have been able to protect themselves with, you know, that's that type of contract. So a lot of escalator clauses and bonuses and all that type of stuff. No, but I, I just, I, I literally feel at the end of the day, like, again, it, just to put a bow on this. They should win. They should win by so much. They better win. They should, like, I'm not going to lie to you. This should be a Justin Fields, make the Justin Fields haters confused game. <laughs> he should throw for 400 yards. Yeah, baby. Like, yeah. like they're that, their defense is that bad, bro. Their defense, hey, hey, dog, don't set that Don't set that lofty goal. Bro, I'm going to tell you this right now. You their should. De their defense. No. Uh, we want to show. Cliff apparently is an assistant at USC right now, uh, according to uh, Lewis. Um but so he's double dipping. <laughs> so, but bro, I'm I'm telling you this right now. It should look like Mitch versus Tampa. I've watched this this Cardinals defense the last couple of weeks just because like we got to play them. I watched the all twenty two on the card. It should look like Mitch versus Tampa. So what if it don't? I mean, listen, they should still win, right? But if you win, but he doesn't dominate. I mean, if you if you well no if, if you win and he puts up 150 yard one touchdown day, that tells you that's, a lot. that's some concern. Uh, that's concerning. Yeah, that's, that's concerning. Even if somebody that wants fields, you that's play concerning. to win the game because this this defense literally let, let let me break it down for you. Right, watching the tape, talking to pros, all that stuff. Um, they have no front four. Their DBs are amateur at best. Their linebacker crew shouldn't be in the NFL. Ooh. Jesus. So you do the math. <laughs> and these are not things that I've said. These are things that have been told to me by people who have played in the NFL. Bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Drew. Drew thinks they're going to end up. It's going to be close. They're hey, listen, about three And if points. it's a close game, we got problems. Yeah. If it's a close game, we we have the number one rated rush defense. We got problems. Exactly. I think I think we should I, I think it's this the same situation. They're gonna get up, they're gonna look good. I think it's gonna be very similar to Detroit in Detroit. But they better come out in that, in that second half, like do something, learn how to run the ball. If you want to run the ball, gets gets conservative, eat the clock up. Don't sit there and you know, now we're throwing more passes and you can't even move that move the ball down the field. And then you're giving them the momentum for some reason where it's like, do y'all want us to win the game? Yeah. Like and even and, and then it, it's the same conversation. Start getting ready to ship these mugs out of here. Sirius Jones said, "What if we had a Bills versus Cowboys day? Rush for two hundred yards. Uh, if we have a Bills versus Cowboys day, that means we're a lot closer to the Cardinals than we are to uh, the 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 Detroit Lions." Yeah. Well, <laughs> to your point, like if you like literally like the Bills and Cowboys are two of the best defense. Well, Bills have been kind of up and down. I can't say that, but the, the Bill, the Cowboys are one of the best defenses in the NFL, and the Bills have one of the better offenses in the NFL. Like, all right, cool, right? Like y'all, y'all clash. That's a pedestrian day. Yeah, I mean, it, it turned into a pedestrian day because y'all were very even, even though it was a very high scoring day. All right, if we have a day like that, call call today, call of the season. You will have most of the Justin Fields people that are like, I love Justin Fields. It's to be like, ah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, it's that that's the part that's tough for me. But uh, I don't know. We should win. That, that's all I'm going to say about that. Let's keep this thing moving along. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to show of love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. Now for the topic everybody pretty much came here for. Uh, the, just, the Justin Fields interview yesterday. Um, you know, it, it was a... It was an interesting interview. It was an interesting interview. <laughs> uh, 
And a lot of people went to Twitter and because of the Chicago because of the Bears quarterback basically saying, I love Chicago. I've really enjoyed my time here. And an answer to a question that was, you know, if you're not here next year, what's your message to Chicago? Basically, let them know I gave them all I had. Everybody felt very like, oh, my God, what are we? Is this the end? It's over. Justin Fields is going to be in a different jersey next year. It's why, God? Why? It should have been me, Lord. I was the one. Never mind. We're not going to say that. <laughs> but, but everybody lost their mind yesterday. And to me, at the end of the day, um, I guess let me ask you all this. What was your takeaway from the interview when you watched it? Did it feel like? This was the end of the Justin Fields era with that interview. Somebody said uh, when we started it off, it felt like a Cody, the Cody Parkey interview, <laughs> which I don't know if I agree with that. The Cody Parkey interview was wild. It was, I was a human being. I don't know. It didn't look to me. It was just uh, felt a little low budget, -ish budget. Like it didn't. Of course, the producer <laughs> says that, right? <laughs> hey, hey, this is the best you got? Oh, like, no, I'm not going to lie. It didn't fit. This is the funniest part. This is the funniest part. I literally looked at it and I was like, oh, I thought WGN had better cameras on. Yeah, I'm like, not gonna lie. yeah. It, it was the first thought that came across my mind. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm with you on yeah, that. I was but like, outside of that, from a football aspect, it just, what would you? <laughs> I swear to God, it was the first thing. I yeah, I'm like, uh, what's up? What, what's this? <laughs> I thought they were using a Panasonic. Is that the is that the, G7? It's the WGN that? podcast? <laughs> WGN podcast. I'm gonna be honest with you, the the whole interview felt like he just got tired of answering that question. It, it just seemed like something that he'd answered so many times before, and it was at the point where it was just like. You know, Thanks, like he had been asked that same question this week, I think four to five separate times with emphasis. And it's just like, yo, after a while, you got to remember he's human, too. Stop asking me this question. Like maybe, maybe. Like the framing, the context, like I just want to go ball. Like that's what it felt like to me. I felt like somebody was just tired of, of addressing it in my yeah, opinion. Maybe he's just I agree with you. Maybe it's one of those situations like he's starting to hear the hear the, you know, hear the. The murmurs, the rumors, the talk, the, yeah. you know, you don't know. Is it the feeling? Yeah. Is it because we don't know what's really there in Hallis Hall, you know, but for the most part, you know, is it, it's just, um, maybe he is tired uh, for what he's, what's going on. Sorry, I was distracted. Did DJ Moore had to answer that same question. Yeah. Mooney's answering it. Getsy's answering it. It's like literally the talk of the thing. And it's just like, man, give it a break after a while. Like, if he here, he here. Like, there's so many other things that you can actually discuss from that perspective of, like, football for him. And, like, why is he having that interview now in the first place? Like, that type of interview not, like... Probably had that schedule for months. I, you know what it was? I hope that's the case. I hope it wasn't just, like, put together. But it's like the timing of it just don't feel right, you know? Try to get Justin Fields on the show. That is not just put together. You got to... You got to go through people that know people that know people that know right. Because that I, will ask Justin. That was Justin. our thing. Yeah. Can we? You know, we want to. Can we hey, get the Justin hey, Fields? It's hey, like, listen. can we? Get, hey, if we can do that, like, we, like, what can do we? we, we hey, come over WGN here. GN for a show. Hey, we got. We hey, we got a spot you know, for you, bro. Right WGN. here. Come. I'm just saying. Hey, I don't know if we've asked WGN. Hey, it might be the one. I don't know. You know. Hey, you got some. Hey, we, we might be able to help. The interview was great, but like the quality was terrible. 
Uh, but no, it's sad that that is the first thing that we all thought is like, man, I could do that. But I, 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 was su- I was just surprised that he did an interview <laughs> like that because we hadn't really seen him much. And I think it was, you know, uh, to your point, I mean, I, I do want him to be successful. So yeah, I, yeah. I just hate that, like, I think it's a little bit of like, you don't get that uh, benefit of the doubt of growing with the team or there's, he, does he have some flaws? I, I yes, he does yeah. to a degree, but I think he can't overcome them. It's just that some guys, everybody's like that third year, that third year, that third year. And I don't know if I can't count that first year because he wasn't supposed to play at all. But then again, he was out there, right? And you want to see flashes of brilliance. I feel like we're starting to see that now. But I was telling, I was talking earlier. I said, I, I feel like with Fields, is he trying to appease his coaches where he's like, I'm I'm coached to do the things that I'm doing versus really being able to do what I want. I really want him to be more like I don't see him as a true pocket quarterback. I never have. I want him to be that hybrid of a Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, Philly Michael Vick. Like, that's what I want. So you got to let him get some free reign. So maybe this frust- the frustration is not being able to be who he is, and he has to take all of this this, in- this embattlement of, you know, this all this narrative that's that's going around around him. So it's just – I think it is frustrating. I think the thing I don't want is whatever the narrative is to sway my GM one way or the other because clearly all the competition that you're playing looks at Justin Fields as the only player to worry about on the field. That tells me something. Mm-hmm. But, right, again, I said I'm going to trust Ryan. I'm going to trust Ryan no matter what it is. So if, if you move on from you move on from him. All right, we on to the next, right? Like, But I, what I will say about this is – what I will say about the interview, I should say, is that, uh, it, it again, it shows me the maturity of Justin Fields. It shows me the, his ability – um, to not just be a pawn in whatever yeah. uh, the the system is telling him he should be. And it feels like he understands that there is a um, there there's not a, a final decision on his future that he knows yet, right? Like to me, it feels like he still doesn't know what his future is here in Chicago because if he knew what his future was here in Chicago, right? I think he would be talking a lot more confidence uh-huh. in his future here in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a, a very good self-awareness of it. I think there's a very good self-awareness that, you know, he's still got some mistakes that have not translated. I think there's also a very good awareness of the fact that he feels like he can move forward. I thought that it showed a ton of maturity out of a young quarterback who um, I would like to continue to be my franchise quarterback, but that's up to the GM to see. And and clearly the GM hasn't told him anything yet because th- that interview to me was the – Hey, if I'm here, I'm here. If I'm not, I'm not. And, and like you said, he's been asked this question a million times. Everybody in the locker room has been asked this question. Everybody in the locker room is offered this question. I did a video yesterday about kind of what this would do to the locker room if you uh, trade away Justin Fields with a tear the locker room up and, and all of those things. Like, tear the club up. Tear, tear the, the club, club up. Tear the club up. Tear the club up. That was the whole time, bro. That was a wild time. Hey, bro. Apollo Apollo Cruz is hilarious. We're over here like, man, it just sucks for, you know, Justin Fields to go through all this stuff. He's like, Caleb 2024, let's ride. <laughs> like, <after all> that. <laughs> hey, I, I really don't understand the whole Caleb Williams thing, man. That is killing me. Which like, you? Jesus. That's me. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, Caleb Williams is not even – I'm not, I'm not going to. Go that. Why? Just why though? Like, why do people automatically assume that he's the he's the quarterback if we drive one? Because he's the number one rated guy. I mean, it's if he's the Andrew Luck, if he's the 
Carson Wentz. If he's the Peyton Manning, I mean, he won a Heisman. He he deserves the adulation and the, and everything that comes with it. Now, the issue is, will he come? He's here? so immature, though. Well, I'm. I hear you. I'm not saying that. Like, but out of all the other prospects, Heisman, I wouldn't pick him. Of all the other, pro- he, you know, the, you know, it's it's funny. We played the Cardinals this week. It feels like when Kyler Murray was drafted. Now, I think he prepares for games better. Which oh, was, you think he actually watches film? Which, which was a major major knock. <laughs> he actually watches film. He doesn't have a film class. Kyler, um, but I I do believe that you know it, it's kind of a Kyler Murray situation where you know when you're this big name prospect, when you're the guy that's doing it all, when you're making everything. But I'm gonna say you get special treatment, and sometimes that special treatment hinders you as a player. But you know what? I, I think it's about. What's sad is that, you know, NFL teams is still an entertainment business, right? And they're also trying to have a draw and sell tickets. So it's that, unfortunately, sometimes the the, the paths don't necessarily uh, meet at the, at the correct time yeah. where you have this quarterback that could be that guy. But the problem is they're going to a very bad team. And a lot of times these bad teams are continually bad, and then they bring a guy into this Ooh. environment. Bar. What Trevor said, hey Pat, guess who Kyler Murray's coach was in college? I forgot about that. Lincoln Riley, ladies. Lincoln Riley, yeah. He does not build men. Right. But he, and goes, it's in, all... he goes into these families' homes and he sits there and he's like, We're gonna turn your son into a NFL quarterback. We're gonna make a man out. He does not build men. Kyler Murray's issue in the NFL was maturity. People are worried about with Caleb Williams, maturity. Yeah. And it's not, and I'm gonna be real with you. To me, it's not Caleb's fault. If I'm an 18 year old kid and I don't want to face the music, most coaches in the country are good. Should should there Sanders? They won four games this year. They started off three and zero. They won four games. <laughs> they started the season three and zero. Yeah. And Dion, his dad, told him go out there. You don't cut no press conferences short. Yeah. You don't cut people off. Right. You don't speak disrespectfully. You sit your butt there and you talk to them about why you played poorly. Right. And guess what? I'm going to stand behind you on that. You know what Lincoln Riley did? Our quarterback's not taking questions today. Yeah. That's a joke. And, and you know what? I'm not going to hold the sins of the adults to the sins of a child that is still a child. I don't care if he's making $2 million. I don't care if he's what is he 21 years old 22 yeah. whatever it is right Money like don't make him less of a lane but he's, it don't make you a man but the, <laughs> is that building a team there's more to just okay we're gonna get this guy and put him in this environment yeah. and then you expect him now if he doesn't have those traits because you just figure this quarterback can be our savior versus what we're seeing of building a true team and the ones that win there aren't actually they're not a lot of teams in the nfl that actually win how, how many pittsburgh Kansas City. I mean, we talk about win what? I'm saying consistent winning, like building a team, building an infrastructure where you can you know, like insulate some of that. Now, my point is that drafting Kansas City is so recent. Like so we no. think of Kansas City as a long term thing. Kansas City is what? But my point is years? Andrew Luck is my point though. Yeah. Great guy, you know, number one Uber talented guy. Yeah. He goes to a team where they they he takes over Peyton's team and they age out. So now he's stuck getting killed. So it sucks for him, like, you know, the idea of truly how do you have a build a team for continuity, continually, you know, draft well. But when you expect this one guy to be greater than the sum of the parts, 
which is kind of what we're doing with Fields. He still has to develop, but yeah. we still got to build this team. Even if we get Caleb Williams or Drake May, the team is not all the way built yet. It might, if they do what I want them to do, they'll just have this team will be built. Trade down, get them extra picks, and bring more talent in here. But you got to build a team versus we're going to get this guy and we don't have an infrastructure around him, a structure. We don't have a um, an offense that placates to caters to this person. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. But are you are, are how many guys are actually really doing that in the NFL as a GM? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, like to me, yeah. this is a this is a situation now where it, it'll be interesting to see kind of what Ryan. What it, I said this yesterday. It'll be interesting to see how Ryan Pulse thinks as a GM. Because I think as a, if he thinks more as a player, um, Justin Fields will be here. Maybe Matt Eberflus is. Maybe he isn't. Maybe uh, Luke Getzey probably definitely isn't. If he thinks as more of a business-minded, uh, uh, um, what's best for the finance of the team moving forward, you might see Justin Fields moved on from. Right? Like Both options are available, and to be honest with you, this is the first time that we're going to be able to put a clear distinction on Ryan Poles. Right. This is the first time we're ever going to be able to say, okay, this is how he thinks as a GM. Because a lot of half of the moves he made have been biz, great business moves. Half of the moves he's made have been great moves for the player. The Cole Komet signing is a great move for the player. The mm-hmm. Ryan, Roquan Smith uh, uh, letting him go is a great move for the business. The Khalil Mack letting him go is a great move for the business. Uh, uh, you know, trading for Chase Claypool was a great move for the player. Right. Like, so we've kind of seen him do both. His decision with Justin Fields is going to really be interesting to see because I think that that'll be a clear distinction on kind of what he focuses more on and uh, how 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 teams are going to be built in the future. And we'll see, man. Like, listen, one thing that I do love about AK, I know 110% how AK thinks. <laughs> there is no secret to it for me. Yeah. <laughs> AK is like, we're going to get young people. We're going to develop these young people. We're going to be competitive for 37 yeah. years. Maybe we win one championship. <laughs> And one day, hey, hey, listen, I know how AK thinks. I got, I saw it. I saw him. T- what, what was he with Denver? 10 years? Yeah, it was 10 years as a yeah, 10 years for him yeah. to build that team. They won a championship. Maybe they're in a position to win one more. Maybe they keep going, right? But like, you won a championship with Jokic, by the time, and there was a lot of injured people on that team. There was a lot of injured people on that team. I, you, we kind of forget that in the whole story. He built that team, and then, like, Murray was out for so long. Michael Porter was out for so long. Jokic missed time. Like, there's so much that's – that's V-Dog is getting – Jokic took some time to V-Dog develop. He was sitting in the bus yeah, at one point. Career. Said today that Flus is gone, and regardless now, you just got to decide once, once you want to You know what I'm realizing, though? Like, Don't get sounds, me tingly. That sounds great, uh, but what I'm realizing is that uh, everybody's just putting their opinion out there because in four months it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not not they're putting a hard line. I know. Out. I'm just saying. This, uh, this, yes, Albert it's tickling Gr- in my ears. Albert Britt, you you get tingly a lot on this show, and I'm not gonna lie, it's starting to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> the, the repeated. Getting excited. He always talks about getting tingly on the show, and and I'm all like, right, KG, oh, calm down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 no, who was the dude? Who was the dude that said? Oh, oh, hold on. I just thought about what he said. I got to find a clean way to say this. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's all right. <laughs> he said, don't he said, keep I it moving, baby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember the sport, but he was talking about, oh, I think it was football. He was like, I love this game so much. It make my, oh, who was that? Was that, um, um, it wasn't any given Sunday. No, that was, was that, a was that LT? Oh, no, no. It was unnecessary roughness. 
the guy was talking crazy. Was he was like, what did you say about my mom? Yeah, he, the, the guy, it was the linebacker. He broke his leg, right? Because he was like, what did you say about my well, mama? I thought it was a real player. I didn't even think it was a movie quote. <laughs> I thought, I think it was I that guy. I think from a real player. What, you hey, might what, be right. One what, of y'all, what, hey, somebody in the chat reference? let us know. Somebody in the chat let us know, bro. It was the wildest quote of all time, bro. I just remember hearing it and just being like, what? What did you just say? <laughs> That's not an any given Sunday thing. The program, the program, the program. Was. Yeah, shout out right. to Drew. Yeah, I, I was program. close. Yeah. Bro, I thought it was a real quote out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was the linebacker. Yes, wasn't he it? was the linebacker. Drew, bro. wasn't it the linebacker that was talking bro, that? Hey, he broke his leg. I just remember seeing that. And was just like, yes, Alvin, Alvin Mack. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey. Hey, bro. Hey, it was wild. That was wild. That was wild, bro. But yeah, that's how Joel, uh, how uncomfortable Joel's making me feel in the studio right now. There'll be a lawsuit. I'm not going to help you sit there <laughs> he and ride. Killing the QB. <laughs> I love hitting the QB. Hey, 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 watch out, Pat. You still got to end the show and make it past him. He's by the door. Hey, man. We, uh, hey, bro. He, he Dwight Howard with it. He blocking the door. Don't He's think. blocking the door. He's blocking the door. Pat. I can reach over okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Time to move on, guys. Get a little crazy. It's time to move to Friday free-for-all. Oh, God. Let's move into the Friday free-for-all, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Because I got some stories for you. Oh, wow. Hold on. The transition on this is actually crazy because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Friday free-for-all brought to you by no one. Uh, we got to jump into some of the stories heading into a very, very interesting holiday weekend. Uh, and let's get it started here. Doctors warn of increased risk of painful bedroom injuries over Christmas. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, an article has been published that increased risk of penile fractures over Christmas is a serious issue, as warned by many doctors. The study has also found that uh, during weekends over summer, but not on New Year's Eve, this has become a serious issue over the Christmas holiday. Here's how the article reads. For many, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, but doctors have warned the festive season is also associated with a significant increase in embarrassing injuries in the bedroom. Penile fractures are considered a medical injury and often heralded by an audible crack, followed by a severe pain, according to urologists at the Ludwig Maximilian University. Hey, Pat, what are we doing, dog? Yeah, man. What are we doing, dog? Hey, you making me uncomfortable, baby. I actually felt that. That didn't feel good. Hey, no, boys, no. I'm just warning the people out here to be careful over the holiday season because the team investigated, investigated whether penile fractures increase during Christmas, and it finds out that they do. The hospital data shows that 3,421 men sustained injuries on Christmas Day between 2005 and 2001, uh, it, which is up 43% from the rest of the year. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, bro. That. I'm just saying. I'm just warning the people. I'm trying to put it out there to keep people safe out here, bro. Yeah, it's the Friday free-for-all, baby. I'm just warning that. the people to be careful. They say that these injuries are attributed to people drinking too much alcohol and trying new positions on the holiday that they are not either physically fit to try or... <laughs> 
have interesting angles. And there you have it, homeboy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll just. So, come boys, over. what do you think about I'll that? Come something else. What's the, what's <laughs> you got, you got, you got another one, Joe. What you got? Uh, yeah. I got plenty. Gonna, I got plenty. I, I got one. I thought was hilarious. What's just the holiday because of, position of choice, though, boys? Oh what? My God. I got one that's hilarious because of the climate we're in. I like. I really couldn't believe that they actually make this a thing. So the USDA clears Santa's reindeer to enter and exit the United States. <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute. We needed a passport. Here we go. Santa Claus won't have to worry about running afoul of the law for flying his reindeer into the United States after the animals were given clearance by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The department said the permit would allow Santa Slay to pull reindeer free passage in and out of the country between the hours of 6 p.m. December 24th and 6 a.m. on December 25th. They said they inspected the reindeer. <laughs> they inspected these wait reindeer. Wait a minute. We found out aliens were real this year. Are we finding out Santa Claus is real this year? At a recent inspection, the reindeer were found to be healthy and able to prance and paw with each hoof. That's a real report, by the way. You can all go look that up. Is, yes, uh, yes. Is, is this on? Uh, is is this? I don't even know how to how to take this topic. Here. I mean, I guess uh, I take it easier than P now fracture. Well, but what, uh, well, what I mean, you, you gotta you gotta understand. You can't just have immigrants going across. Uh, I'm just Europe. confused, right? Like, uh, <laughs> what country is North Pole? Is is that its own country? Like, is that is that claimed by anybody? It, it, might, it might be, dog. I don't know. I don't know uh, geography like a great deal. Is the North Pole claimed by any country? Uh, Antarctica. Pat, we, this is a sports show, dog. Well, who cares? <laughs> like, like okay. who, who freaking cares? Kanye album. Does anybody listen to Kanye? Hey, how about hey, that? Hey, right hey, now? Are you gonna bring up the Kanye album? That's what you're saying. I'm just saying. Is anybody? How you about that? Bring up the Kanye album. I'm just grasping for listen, straws right now. We're talking now, about this one off the rails. Listen, real you, oh, oh, you want to you want to no, talk about keeping no. it on the rails, and then you bring up the Kanye album, my I'm boy. Just saying. Is anybody? Uh, Alrighty then. Said half in North America, half in Asia. Shout out to that. Jailbreak said sanction those reindeer <laughs> uh, so the album is actually out kanye album comes out on december 31st uh but it is also accompanied by a new kanye rant which uh i'm good yeah i mean i'm good yeah i mean, <laughs> yeah, I, mean. I love kanye i do the music let me let me clarify i love kanye's music i believe that kanye is one of the greatest producers of all time all time very hard to be a fan of you when you drop lines like Jesus Christ, Hitler, yay. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we, who's turning on? Kanye West and Instagram Live is almost as bad as John Morant pistols and Instagram Live. If hey man, you know, let's just act like all those people that were blind in Chicago when R. Kelly was running around here. Uh, now that got crazy. I got another one too. <laughs> like, let's just separate the artist from the art. As I listen, I it, here's the thing that I always say about Kanye's album, right? Kanye's albums, uh, you will know if they're a classic or not because if you hear them in the public on the radio, on the, right? Like Donda, like Joel uh, basically didn't really rock with Donda. <laughs> me and kids- but you hear it everywhere. Me and defense, kids' defense of it is, he was wilding and it's on everything. 
Yeah. He was wilding just like this, and it's on everything. What you got, Joe? You had you said you had another one? Uh 40th anniversary of thriller. 40th anniversary 40 of thriller is here. Years. Like I, I watched the uh You were there when uh, Michael Jackson was originally writing that album. I was a I was alive. You were in the room. Hey, did you you were there when he first bust out that moonwalk? A moment. Like oh, he definitely was there when he first did the oh, moonwalk. The mo well, he that, saw the moonwalk. Dude, that, Joe lost his mind. He said, I gotta go get a Jerry Curl. Well, we want locals. My dad, my dad actually the moonwalk. We're like, how the heck did you do that? I'm like, because my dad really wasn't a dancer. He was able to do that. That that sparked like my brother dancing. That yeah. between that and breaking and all that stuff. Yeah. We used to watch breaking as a kid. Yeah, 40 anniversary thriller. I mean, that was just a that everybody says that that's it's life before thriller and after thriller because that changed everything. What I liked the most about it was that when he off the wall did such a good, they did very well. But in terms of the racist times back then, yeah, they gave him his award for like best album or one of, one of those awards. But they did it off camera and they just said it over like the commercial, like Michael Jackson won for this. He was so pissed that he was like, you know what? I'm gonna make them give me the award. They he worked very hard on that album. With yeah. I mean, what he had seven. It was nine off songs. Eight. Yeah. Well, off the wall did well, but when they did oh, Thriller, Thriller with Thriller, it was eight out of nine songs that were hits. He was I'm gonna make them. They had to hit what the most Grammys they had, you know. But that was a, a monumental uh, album. And on top of that, like the the visual, you know, he he broke MTV. Like that changed everything. What's the ninth song that you always hate no Joe? Why 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 you always hate no baby be mine? I think it's baby be why mine. Why you always yeah. hate no baby be mine, bro? What's what's the beef with baby be mine, bro? Just, well, honestly, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the, it's not a good the Sonic Sonic yeah. fit. It felt like it was more of an off the wall song. Yeah, it did. It uh, did. album song. Hey, hey, it definitely felt like Michael was like, How many songs we got? Like he he turned the album in with eight and the, and the label was like, No, nah, we needed nine on this one, Michael. Give him baby be mine. Steve, <laughs> for the record, I actually have two or three actual uh, uh, thriller vinyl <laughs> he LPs. He said Joe I ran do. home to watch Billie Jean on MTV. See y'all, y'all don't realize that that Joe is a real DJ. I don't know how old you are, Steve, but for the most hey, Steve part, Steve Young. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, Steve, Steve, Steve probably debates that uh, Drake and Drake is on the same level as uh, as Nah. Steve probably don't fool. With Drake. But my my point no, is Steve that he probably don't fool with Drake. But the point is that everything that we see in terms of entertainment stems from Mike. All yeah. the dancing, the court, like it, you're so desensitized of seeing guys do all the moves and the fluid fluidity of everything they're doing. But that's because they're all emulate what Mike started. Like so now it's like it's nothing. But when you when you had never seen that before, I ain't gonna lie to you, Joe. Don't nobody dance like Mike. <laughs> Chris Brown, I say that. Chris, no, but the, Chris Brown puts on a show like Mike because he sings his music, he dances. They like were But outside of that, nobody puts on a show like Mike. Nobody puts on a show like Mike. But in terms of the choreograph, choreography, in terms of the, the Beyonce, the, I give you Beyonce too. Yeah, but I mean the BTS people, those K-pop dudes. You got the new kids on the block. Yeah, you but got, that's like slavery. We won't even, we won't even. Acknowledge I'm just what's saying, but a lot there. of that stuff, but a lot of the K-pop stuff, that's but, crazy. But a lot of those stuff. moves, a lot of that stuff that they do, that all stems from that. That's yeah. all. Mike. The whole point is like. At that time, no one had seen that. Like the whole world erupted when he did the moonwalk. Yeah, which is crazy. You know, you know, he got that from old boy from Shalimar, by the way. I mean, technically, he got it from uh, James Brown, but nobody talks about that. Well, the he really got it. Is from James Brown, but nobody talks. Okay, about well, since now we want to. Be I, I mean, okay. we talking about originals, Joe. You're you're real big on the first person. I'm you know just what I mean? saying that nobody he... did a finger roll before Michael Jordan in your book. You, you're darn right. No, I'm just that's that's not fair. Glide, no. George Gervin, Ice Man. Hey, hey. Man got a whole nickname after him. Mike did it first. Dang. Mike went back in time, did it, and came back. <laughs> it is better. 
He went back, he showed Elgin Baylor how to do it, then came back and he perfected it. <laughs> hey, no lie though. I keep seeing this Justin Field on the side. Justin Fields do look like a masculine Michael Jackson. I said it once before. Now y'all gonna go back and look at that interview. He looks like a masculine Michael Jackson. That's all I'm saying. Leave that right there. Y'all, y'all keep that over the weekend. Fields like masculine Michael Jackson. He looked like Michael Jackson if Michael Jackson lifted weights. Huh? <laughs> it, it is. I'm not even getting that with Black Mike. I'm not. Hey, nah. It just feels like Michael Jackson. Mike Jackson full lifting, pro. Lifting so weights. you know, we. It's not like we're not getting to see Mike with a fro. Right? It's not like we don't get to. Hey, you ain't never hey, seen hey, like, he does, dog. I'm telling you. Hey, listen. Yeah, Michael Jack Justin feels like he said Justin Fields look like a mac a masculine Michael Jackson. Oh, if he never got a nose job. <laughs> <laughs> dog, he looked look like him. I'm he sorry. Like I can see that. He does. I can see that a little bit. Hey, look, I'm, hey, listen. I'm just saying. Put <laughs> he looked like put Jackie, him, dog. Put Jackie uh Jackson and, and, and Justin. <laughs> I that together. Can I make hey, hey, if if Justin Fields bust out of the spin and moonwalk right now, I'm gonna hey, tell you this right I, now. He's my Bears quarterback. I don't care. Justin did it. Justin did it. You dig today? I ain't gonna lie to you. He was singing on the. He was singing on like the little Instagram video they did. Justin can sing a little bit too. And it's a deep voice. It's a deep voice. Like maybe if Justin went, <laughs> we'd all be thrown off, right? Hey, Justin, if you're watching this, perfect Michael Jackson interview, and we all just lose it. Like, Justin, if you're watching this, all you need to do for Chicago is make a number one album. Hey, kid, you make an album, they forgive you of all your sins. You're gonna be the star of Chicago for the rest. of Take the approach, baby. Hey, 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 Joe, kid, uh, hey, is that is that why uh, he's able to spin out all of them uh, tackles so easily? Oh Lord! Shimon block. Shimon, <laughs> just stop. That was so bad. I, 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 that was bad. That was bad. Hey kid, when he pump fake, it's like, it's like. <laughs> hey, let's finish it off with this, man. We gotta get up out of here. Appreciate you guys. Oh, no. like, put them together real quick. Oh, Hold see on. if you. I got. I got one more Friday free for all, which I think is going to uh, really throw off the, the 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 holiday cheer. Doritos to release a flavored alcohol drink that <gasps> tastes like crisp. They did. You're the excited. They did the commercial. Remember You're the, excited. No, about this? remember there was a, a commercial about that. No, I don't. Each chip was. 16 ounces of full able body beer and they were like he kept eating the chips and the guy's like what do you think and they come back and they come back it's like you don't know me <laughs> <laughs> they did it <laughs> the spirit is uh believed to be available for pre-order now and is best used in margaritas bloody marys or old fashions the makers say Chris lovers will soon be able to buy the alcoholic drink, which tastes like Doritos. The American brand says that its flavor of its nacho cheese, Chris, will be turned into a spirit. It promises the drink will smell and taste like the real thing. Thanks to a partnership with drinks company Empir Empirical. The spirit will offer the iconic nacho cheese flavor in the bottle. The limited release will have 42% alcohol in it and will be made by using real crisps and extracting their essence through vacuum distillation. Wait, here we go. That's that. That's y'all. Y'all met y'all drinking the nacho. No, we're not. Oh, hey. Hey, hey, check the check the check the text, dog. Check the text. Right. I sent you another one too, dog. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> Niggas at Jackson, G. Shout out to Steve O in the chat. <laughs> hey, that hey, that might be. I don't know, bro. That's crazy. Hey, look at the look at the one in the look at the one in the messenger, Joe. See if you can pull that one up on there. Wow, that's crazy. But anyway, y'all y'all messing with the nacho cheese? Uh... Not white. Come on, man. Not white, white. Pat, y'all messing with the nacho cheese? No, we're not messing with that. Oh, what is that? The 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 alcohol? Y'all messing with that? No, I'm not messing. I don't with even that. know if I like Doritos that much. Hey, if you come up to a party with some nacho cheese liquor, I'm gonna send you packing, my G. Forty two percent alcohol is crazy. That That's cool. You can take that nacho flavored drink back to the crib with you. Bro, that should be like Malort. Like, you got to do a shot of Doritos. Like, it's a punishment. I want to know who was the, the VP that thought that that was a good idea to approve that. Be, because you know people are going to buy it. Don't stop till you get a score. Look at Jordan. Don't, Don't stop, stop till you get a score. is the feeling of... the score. Don't stop. <laughs> I won't miss you, baby. No. I feel like that's something you mix with something like uh, with food, like 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 you put in like the batter of an actual food. You don't eat, drink it straight. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what you use it for. Maybe it's something that's utilized in cooking, right? Can you throw that in some taco meat or something? Y'all tripping? Can you throw that in some taco meat? Make like nacho Doritos, nachos, tacos. I don't know. That's gross. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. You might have just started something. I might have hit on that one. That, hey, that sounds great right there. Hold on, now. I done talked myself into trying this. Hey, we're going to have to try it one day, man. Or you throw it on some chicken. Man, hey, throw it in the batter. Before kinda, bro, it kind of do, bro. It's the cheek. It kind of do. It's the cheeks and, and around that. Are we saying MJ's got a son just like MJ's got a son? I don't know, but that's that's Mike posting. The no, no, I'm saying I'm saying MJ in the in the NBA. You right, know, he right, got a right. son. Yeah, you know I mean, and he got two technically. If we want to be real about it, and MJ uh, got a son here. That's crazy. If he does a moonwalk in the end zone against Arizona, we know he's watching then, then, the show. Then, then First we... off, we know he's watching the show. If he moonwalks in the end zone against Arizona, we know he's watching the show. Justin Fields, I need you to moonwalk in the end zone, baby. Hey, man, let's get up out of here, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in to Show and Love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Please subscribe. We love all you guys that subscribed to the last episode. Love everybody who subscribed to the channel over time. Uh, for the super producer, Joel Holt, and of course, the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid. By the way, Kid Hayes has your hat already. Hey, it, I it, know. He said he was in a cart the day he saw it. It took an hour. He, he can't let me have nothing. It's crazy. He's got a hat for it. But uh, follow us on everything at the Windy City Bridge. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Follow Kid at everything at 1P Kid. Joel has no social media. Y'all stay safe out I there, do Chicago. Too. <laughs> you ain't got no Twitter. You got no Twitter. You don't need Twitter. Twitter I do the best. No, I got to get a new one. It's for the best. Yeah, yeah. The old one's old from like when it first started. It's it's terrible. (laughs) Joel tweeting out NASDAQ uh, information at like 17. I was like, (laughs) I was like, tweet, this is dumb. Let's put out a stupid post like 15 years ago. Yeah, I got to do a new one. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Peace.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.